Deep down along your lower back, you have a group of muscles known collectively as the erector spinae, which assists with everyday functions like extending and stabilizing the spine. On top of that is a large fan-shaped layer of muscle known as the lats. And on top of that, we have the trapezius, which is a diamond-shaped muscle that runs from behind your head all the way down to your mid-back. By building up these muscles that run along your back, as well as other muscles that support your lower back, like your glutes and your core, not only will you develop a more aesthetic looking back, but you'll also reduce the chances of developing lower back pain, which is one of the most common areas that people experience nagging injuries and pain. So today I wanna to go over seven of the best exercises that you can use to strengthen and build up your lower back and the supporting muscle groups. Before we begin, I wanna warn you that if you recently injured your back and you're currently in pain, you need to give your body the time it needs to recover. If that's the case, the best thing you can do is rest and wait until you fully healed before working on strengthening your lower back with these exercises from this video. With that said, let's start with the first exercise, hyperextensions. This exercise is usually the most common go-to exercise for people trying to strengthen their lower backs. The problem is that most people that use the hyperextension machine or the GHR machine, most of them perform hyperextensions incorrectly and rather than strengthening their lower backs, they place their lower backs directly at risk for an injury. Whether you're using a GHR or a hyperextension bench, the setup will be similar you'll lay facing forward on the bench. The front of your thighs will end up resting on a pad and you're gonna be hooking your Achilles under the pads at the base. Keep in mind that these machines are adjustable. So before beginning, you wanna adjust the height so that the area right around your hip bones is making contact with the edge of the pad. You don't wanna be so low that your stomach makes contact and you don't wanna be so high that your upper thighs don't even make contact. Once you've adjusted the machine and you're in position to begin, you can cross your arms in front of your body or you can also go behind your head if you want a tougher challenge. From there, lower your upper body down slowly by bending at your waist until you feel a stretching tension building up in your hamstrings and your lower back. Even though this exercise can be performed for partial reps, ideally you wanna lower yourself until your upper body is almost fully vertical. Then hold that position for a second and slowly return your body back to the upright position. Now, here's where you wanna be careful not to make the most common dangerous mistake with this exercise. Do not continue extending past the point of a neutral spine. So once you extend your back back into a straight line, don't keep going further back into a hyperextended position. Instead, stop at neutral and lower back down for the next rep. Now, if you wanna make this exercise even more challenging, you can hold a weight against your chest with your arms crossed over on top, but only add weight after you've mastered the movement and you have solid form. Let's move on to the next one, kettlebell swings. When done correctly, kettlebell swings are very effective at strengthening and protecting your lower back. They're specifically good at working your lumbar extensors, but just like with all the other back building exercises, if you do them incorrectly, they can cause lower back pain rather than help to fix it. So to begin, start with your feet a little wider than shoulder width, and the kettlebell should be out in front of you. Bend your knees, grab the kettlebell with both hands, and remember to keep your arms straight and relaxed throughout this entire exercise. It's not meant to be an arm exercise, guys, but rather a hip hinging exercise. So first, stand up straight with the kettlebell, and then you're gonna relax your knees, shift your body weight back into your heels, and lower your butt backwards and down, 
as you swing the kettlebell behind you in between your legs. Then drive through your heels and explode through your hips. This explosive hip hinging motion should send the kettlebell swinging upward. It's very important that as you pop your hips forward, you stop them and don't allow them to go past the point of a neutral spine. Pushing your hips forward too much will hyperextend your spine and will more than likely lead to a back injury. So pop your hips, then squeeze your core and your glutes to stop at neutral and aim for the kettlebell to come up to about chest height with your arms still extended. Then allow the kettlebell to come back down as you shift your weight back on your heels, hinge your hips, and catch the weight of the kettlebell as you use the momentum to go straight into your next rep. Now, keep in mind that many beginners make the mistake of performing squats with frontal raises instead of kettlebell swings. If you're not hinging your hips and you feel like your shoulders are doing all the work, then you're doing the exercise incorrectly. Make sure you lighten the weight and work on your form if it feels more like a shoulder workout than anything else. Next, we have the deadlift. This is by far one of the best exercises to strengthen your entire back, including your lower back. Keep in mind that this is a hip hinge movement. Many newbies think that you just muscle the weight up with your lower back, but doing deadlifts that way is a recipe for disaster. So to begin, step up to a loaded barbell with your shins close to the bar and plant your feet a little wider than hip width apart. Hinge your hips and bend down to the bar. To hinge your hips properly, you'll want to push your hips back towards the wall behind you while you hinge forward at the hips. Almost imagine that you're trying to stick your butt out back behind you. Then grip the bar slightly wider than where your shins meet the bar, stick your chest out and drop your hips down while squeezing your shoulder blades together to pull all the slack out of the bar. Make sure you don't lean too far forward so you want your shoulders in line with your hands. Then take a deep breath, hold it, and lift the weight up. When lifting the weight, don't pull with your lower back. Instead, lift the weight by squeezing your abs, pushing your feet into the ground, and hinging your hips by driving them forward until you're standing upright, then repeat for reps. Remember to not go past the point of a neutral spine, and remember to take a deep breath and hold it on every rep. Exhale at the top. This is something known as the Valsalva maneuver, and it helps protect your spine in a similar way to a lifting belt. Another excellent compound exercise that not only develops your lower back, but is also one of the best exercises for your legs is, of course, the back squat. The squat will also help you strengthen your glutes, and weak glutes are actually a common cause for lower back pain. So for these, you'll begin by setting up a barbell so that it's positioned a little lower than the height of your shoulders. Then stand in front of the barbell and grab it with both hands. Dip your head under and press your upper traps against the barbell. Do not position the barbell on your neck. It should be lower down on your traps. From there, unrack the bar and take one or two steps backward. Then spread your feet a little wider than shoulder width apart and slightly rotate your feet outward. Before beginning, make sure that your chest is up pointing straight ahead and that you're maintaining a nice neutral curve in your lower back. Then drive your hips back, bend your knees and lower yourself down nice and slow. As you do that, you wanna make sure that you're not too far up on your toes because that'll put a lot of pressure on your knees and you shouldn't be too far back on your heels either. Squat down until your hips are either parallel with your knees and you can go under parallel for deep squats if it doesn't bother your knees and your hips to go that low. Then from there, drive through the middle of your foot, extend your knees and your back simultaneously as you stand up straight and then repeat for reps. Now that you know that having strong glutes helps support the lower back, it'll make a lot of sense that for our next exercise, we have bridges. Bridges can be done on the floor at home and they can also be done loaded with weights at the gym. 
To perform bodyweight bridges on the floor, lie down on your back with your knees bent and your heels on the floor. From there, you're going to push your heels into the floor, squeeze your glutes, and lift your hips up until your shoulders, hips, and knees are all in a straight line. Do not go any further up past that point, and do not allow your lower back to hyperextend. To prevent that from happening, flex your abs and keep your core tight. Hold that top position and squeeze your glutes for a second, and then slowly lower your hips back down to the floor before repeating for reps. Now if you want to add weight to this exercise, you'll need to place a barbell across your hips on top of a pad or a towel. You'll also want your body facing perpendicular to a bench, and you'll want your traps resting on the edge of that bench. From there, you would bridge up in the same way, making sure to keep your core tight and to not go any higher than a straight line between your shoulders, hips, and knees. Then lower back down and repeat for reps. Next, we're going to move on to a great core exercise that'll help you improve your ability to maintain a neutral spine with the other exercises that we've already gone over. I'm talking about the plank. To begin, you're going to get on all fours and plant your elbows directly under your shoulders, a little wider than shoulder width. Then extend your knees and plant your toes into the floor and squeeze your glutes and abs to stabilize your body. You should be in a relatively straight line from your heels to your hips to your head. Concentrate on one spot on the floor and make sure that you don't extend your neck and look up because that increases the chances of you hyperextending your spine. Then you're going to hold that position for 60 seconds. Now, it's very important that you release the plank if your form starts to break down. As soon as your hips start sinking down and your lower back starts hyperextending, this can go from a core strengthening exercise to an exercise that irritates your lower back. So make sure you maintain that straight line the whole time. If you can only do that for 20 seconds at first before your form starts getting worse, then that's fine. Stop at 20 seconds and work your way up to being able to do it for 60 seconds. Also, once you master this exercise, you can try adding a weight that you'll place between your glutes and your mid-back. But don't up the weight until you can hold a regular plank for at least 60 seconds. Finally, last but not least, is the side plank. This is going to help you focus on other parts of your core, like your obliques. Just like regular planks, it's important that they're done correctly to be effective. So start by lying down on the floor on your side and prop your upper body up with your elbow. Your elbow should be planted on the floor directly under your shoulder. From there, you want to stack your feet together and squeeze your core as you raise your hips up until your body is in a straight line from head to feet. Just like with planks, hold that position without letting your hips drop for 60 seconds or go for a shorter time frame if your form starts breaking down. Then repeat on the other side. So those are seven of the best exercises that you can do to help strengthen your lower back as well as your core. You can sprinkle these exercises into your weekly routine or you can perform them together in one workout. Just make sure that if you start experiencing lower back pain, then don't push through it. Stop, let yourself recover and come back to it next time. Also, if you're currently nursing a lower back injury, I'll include a video in the description below for some more simple mobility exercises that you can do to assist with recovery. That about wraps it up. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you subscribe to this channel. Also, keep in mind that if you wanna see some really good lower back definition, you will of course have to reduce your body fat as well. So if you want any further help with burning fat or building muscle and you want a streamlined process that you can use to hit your goals faster, whether you train at the gym or at home, then visit my website. We'll provide a done for you plan with a customizable diet plan, a full video exercise library, recipe books, and a coach to help guide you through the whole process. To find out more and to make a transformation just like Jordan did, click the link below in the description or you can visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon. Pumping.